Welcome to another episode of the Talk My Credo Podcast. Your boy Dante Credo here with my fam in the building. KT, what is going on? It feel like I haven't seen y'all for such a long time. Because it has been a long time. Has it been a long time? This this is true. And this is my fault. Uh, so, yeah. It's always your fault. What? What? Well, damn. Okay. Well, yeah, that is my fault, but it is good to see you. Everything good? Good, good, good. Just got two more days on this job. Two more days, yeah. And they've been working every last nerve that I have. I bet. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> I was like, I was like, everything was cool until I found uh-huh. out. I found out all of a sudden. Every- yep. Exactly. So that last day, if there's an explosion, then there just has to be an explosion. Uh, but yeah, that's normally how that goes. Everything is cool. Well, tolerable. You You tolerate stuff up until you decide to leave and you give them that that space of all right i'm leaving in x amount of time and then people get a little bit more bold in how they want to try you mm-hmm. don't understand it don't mm-hmm. understand. and i get bold back uh, right right like nah see see now i don't have nothing to lose because playing Lord, i got this and that nah nah the clapbacks are, are, are gonna be savage mm-hmm. savage uh, mm-hmm. but that's what it is that's what it is Peace, Shaw. What's going on, man? Man, you already know what it is. We fly it and ever. We back. You, know, you see it. You know hey, what I'm talking about? Listen. He got the merch. Okay. He got the merch. All right. Hey. Brother, man, and, uh, you know, I'm, I mean, you, I, I may not be there for 12 hours, in a few hours, I'm going to be there. Hey, we're going to have, have a good, a good old time. time. So, yeah. So, so my battle yeah. is this weekend. Well, I'm I excited. I, I am 98% prepared. And I say 98% because I'm always tweaking and adding and trying to do mm-hmm. stuff like up until the day of. Then I'm like, all right, this is what I'm going to roll with. So um, there's been plenty of times throughout my battle rap history. But even just performing where I, I have an idea like that day or the night before that I go with. Um, so I'm, I'm just always in preparation mode until the day of the battle. And then, so, but I feel good. The only thing that I have as far as a, th- that I'm worried about is I don't think my guy is going to show up. Mm. I think, I think my opponent is going to duck me. If I'm being really honest, I just got a sneaky suspicion. He's not going to show up. And I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be pissed because like, this is, you know, I want this to be like the, the go home, so to speak. Um, 
because I plan on taking a break from battling for a while because I want to jump back into music, start doing yeah. music. Uh, of course, unless, you know, the right opportunity comes by and people meet my asking price. Ha ha. But other than that, you know, I, I'm, I wasn't going to just take battles off of GP and stuff like that until it actually made sense. So I wanted to take a break from that, start focusing on, you know, the podcast, building a YouTube channel and doing music. So, yeah. So I need this guy because this is like everything. I, I damn near emptied the rhyme book. Or as you know, bars that I had just sitting in the clip. So I'm I'm trying to empty everything, 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 <laughs> everything. Yep. So like the the rounds is is three rounds, three minutes, and I'm probably going like mm -hmm. three fifteen, three twenty. But you know, in twenty seconds, I can get off and say a lot of stuff. In a span of twenty seconds, I'm gonna go get him. He's showing so, up. So, you know that's that's a lot as far as battle rap time. So, I just need him to show up, which I don't think he's going to. I don't, I haven't heard anything from him. Yeah. So I I, I I told the dude the the league owner. Yeah, like I I had him check like I checked twice. Had him check twice. Like mm -mm. check and see if he's showing up. Are you sure he's showing up? And both time he was like, it's guaranteed, man. He's definitely going to be there. He's going to be there. Um, so I'm like, all right. So I just, just hope he shows up, man. So he can get his ass whooped. <laughs> you know, <laughs> people don't normally show up to the ass whooping, but you know, it is what it is. But he brought it himself because he was talking so much trash, plus the little stunt he pulled when we were supposed to battle like six months ago. So yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. I, I, I owe you one. And it's going to be, ooh, it's going to be a movie. It's going to be a movie. So, so we we are happy to be back with you guys. Um, of course, we took the week off last week because of me um, prepping and preparing for this battle that I have this weekend. And of course, I was uh, and still am in the midst of taking classes and reading books and materials on you know how to do this better. Uh, as far as you know, doing the one thing that I am absolutely horrible at which I think has been somewhat of an Achilles heel for me. And that's the whole promotion business side of it. Cause I've always just been on the artist side where, you know, for you artists and creators out there, you just had the mindset, well, I just want to create, just let me create and do what I love to do. And all that extra stuff, let somebody else or let's, you know, hopefully if I build it, they will come type of thing. But unfortunately, especially mm -hmm. now in 2021, that's just not how things work. So trying to figure out the best ways of, of promoting and getting this, uh, but more listeners, I've been getting a lot of great feedback from people who I've uh, let listen to the podcast and the YouTube channels and all that good stuff. So people, uh, you know, are, are teaching me and allowing me to learn and stuff like that. So, but we are bike, <laughs> we are biking this thing and, and let's just get right into it. So first and foremost, um, I did not realize that one, 2021 is almost over. Um, and I feel like this year has flown by. Um, I feel like yesterday was like mm. January 2021 when I was waking up in the morning and I was reading the story about all yeah. these white people that stormed the Capitol. Like, I feel like that was yesterday. <laughs> like, and that was... Literally the beginning of this year. 
Um, and I was just starting the, the YouTube channel. Um, so that was like January and next week, literally next week is Thanksgiving. And I did not realize that until like a couple days ago, like Thanksgiving is next week. And I'm just like, wow, I'm at the dentist and I'm getting, I was getting the crown, uh, put in after they stabbed me in the gums like three times. And, you know, I, I just felt, I just felt just assaulted. You know, when I go to my, like, they're so aggressive. Like they're so aggressive. And I'd be saying that they got these things to kind of hold your mouth open while they doing what they doing. I'd be like, yo, I'd be wanting to swing on these, on these, but like, and plus they're women too. So like, I don't want to swing on these chicks because they got the scalpel and shit at their disposal. So then they just cut my throat and then it's, that's a done deal if they want to take it there. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, but I'd be like, man, these chicks are so aggressive. So aggressive. And and not in the good way either. This is like, this is not, not aggressive in a good way. Like, I don't appreciate this. But one of the ladies, which is one thing that trips me out. When you're at the dentist and they got your mouth pried open, and then they want to talk to you as if, the, you know, like you're you're capable of carrying a conversation with them. Like, how can I talk to you? And my mouth is pried open. I'm like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> like I can't talk to you. He's like, so, uh, what's up? Mine was trying to talk to me while I had the laughing gas going on. Really? <laughs> and I'm sitting there. She's asking me about my nails because she liked my nails. Uh-huh. And, um. I'm trying to explain to her that they actually kind of jacked up uh-huh. and she's sitting and um, I'm just babbling because yep. it's the laughing gas. Yep. So I'm not, I'm just talking out my ass. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like, yeah, I, they jacked up cause I, um, and I'm just slurring my words and yep. everything and I can feel myself doing it. And I'm, really trying really really hard trying to concentrate uh, i'm really uh, trying really really hard trying to concentrate <laughs> on saying what i'm trying to say and uh, it's just... i think they do that on purpose i i, I think it's, mm-hmm. it's a tactic of theirs uh, i don't know what it is or what type of tactic it is but i think it's something i think it's an agenda because i'm like how can i answer you and i think they just get, like, get it, it was like what I think they do too. I think they do. I think it's. I think they're being petty. I think it's a petty agenda. They were like he was up there sounding all. Um, it's not PC to say retarded, but you know, like like something was wrong with him. Uh, but man, but it, all that being said, Thanksgiving is next week, and I did not know it, and I I don't even know what we're going to do for Thanksgiving. So, I. No, <laughs> no. That may be the play because I know we won't be able to for Christmas. Normally, what we do, we alternate. So it's like we go to one one of the 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 in laws of the parents' house for Thanksgiving, and the other one gets Christmas, and, and vice versa. So we were trying to fix up. We may have to go down to Shelltown, which. That probably will be the play. We'll go to Shelltown uh, for Thanksgiving, um, and then we'll go to the in-laws for Christmas. Um, so that that may that may be the play. Uh, it's open on um, Friday or Saturday. Not not Thanksgiving Day, but it'll be 
open the day before and after. Like we're, we're closed every holiday, even those that you may forget about, but you know, the day before or the day after, nah, like New Year's Eve, they up in there. Not me, but post office will be open. Uh New Year's Eve. Possibly. I got it. Actually, yes, I do. Yes, I do. I just recollect it, if that's even a word. The schedule. <laughs> I remember the schedule. So, yeah, Black Friday, I'll be up in there, which brings me to another tangent, and then we'll get on into this. Uh, so, I got my in, in response to the guy breaking into my car a few weeks ago, right? Uh, I got, got the home security system. And I mean, you know, we excited about it. We went with Ring because um, I, I didn't want to do any of like the contracts and stuff and right. buying equipment that I don't really own. It's like I'm renting equipment to use. I'm like, I don't want to do that. If I'm going to buy it, I want it to be mine and then I can use it however I want to use it. Um, so I went with Ring and so we got, you know, all this equipment and stuff to, you know, we got, you know, cameras for the front yard, for the backyard. You know, motion sensor lights on the side. You know, just all these different things covering the, the doors and windows. Almost, almost spend a, a, about a stack just on the security system and the equipment. Right? I'm sitting there and I'm I'm shaking because like I don't, I don't want to push it. I'm about to drop a thousand dollars right now, and I'm just like oh, I don't want to do it, but I got to protect my family. Ah, and I, and all right. So we, so we buy it. Buy this on the way. And then, you know, wifey hits me up this morning, actually. She was like, you know what? I didn't think about something because before I, I hit the purchase, you know, as a responsible spouse, you mm-hmm. know, hit up wifey, wifey, come here. Let's, you know, have a seat. This is this is the plan. This is the equipment. This is the company that I went with. This is why explaining everything. This is what we want to get. Explain why I chose to get whatever piece of equipment I told to get. Make sure she understood. She was like, all right, cool. Everything looks good. I was like, is there anything on the list you feel like we do not need at the moment? She had her suggestions. All right, cool. All right, this is the decision. Wow. It's a stat. Get there, we purchase. So this morning, she's like, you know, I didn't realize next week is Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, so you mean possibly I could have waited one more week and could have gotten this for a much cheaper price. At a, at a discounted price, he was like, "Yeah, I didn't even think about it." Like, well, I didn't, I didn't think about it either, because uh, I didn't realize that you know Thanksgiving and stuff was literally next week. And I was like, uh, "Yeah, so possibly." So I'm, I'm gonna check it. She was like, "Nah, don't, mm-hmm. don't check it, because you're only gonna get mad." I was like, "I know, but I'm gonna check it anyway." Just. Was, I can come back and, and go on a, a five minute rant about how I could have saved $300 or something like that. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, so jumping right into these things, I don't have much to talk about, man. I just want to sit and, and chill with my family, but I do want to uh, give a, a, my thoughts and condolences and prayers to the family of rapper Young Dolph. Uh, he was shot and killed yesterday. Uh, the, the date of this recording is November 18th. Uh, he was shot and killed yesterday in his hometown at, at a cookie store while he was buying cookies. And and while he was in there buying cookies, someone, or two people rather, uh, ambushed him in the store, shot and killed him. Um, and so that's, you know, really hit hard for that community uh, as far as 
you know, young Dolph as a person. I, I really can't say I know him, uh, or can I, uh, or can I say I was a big fan of him? I, I, I know a few songs of his. I've seen a few interviews. Um, he's actually our age, Philip, and uh, which was surprising to me. Um, I didn't realize he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so didn't realize he was uh, that. I don't want to say old, but didn't realize that that was his age. I thought he was a lot younger than that. But either way, just from interviews and stuff, so like he got a good head on his shoulders. But of course, the music he makes is the music he makes. Um, even though he does, he did, you know, a lot of community work and stuff for his community and done a lot of things to, to bless a lot of people. Um, the thing that kind of struck with me was the fact that this was done in his hometown, uh, in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. And it just, it gives that stigma as far as when you think about the conversations we have, as far as, you know, black people and when they become successful to go back home, right? Go home, do, do things to uplift your own community, your own provide community. opportunities for others who look up to you, use your resources to, um, you know, to, to kind of build back up your community, right? We talk about it all the time. And it, yeah, and, and then it's your own that comes and, and they prey on you and they don't see the bigger picture. All they see is an opportunity or just out of jealousy, out of hate, and, you know, just all these different things to where it justifies why people is like, you know what, bump the hood, I made it out, I ain't going back. And whoever's in there, they're going to have to find their way out the way I find my way out. Um, and, you know, it's it's, it's just crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy to think about. There, there's a particular clip that I want to play of um, oh. Lil Bootsy, our good friend Lil Bootsy. But he he made um, <laughs> like oh my god, but but actually you know it's I, I think it's I think it's a good a good clip uh, because he's just speaking about why he left home and the things he was dealing with when he left home. So I'm gonna see if y'all guys can hear this. Well, most rappers die in their own city. Did I hear that? It's a fact. And uh, you know you have haters who. So I started over because it, it was a big thing that he said right at the beginning. You know, most rappers die in their own city. Man. It's a fact. And, um, you know, you have haters who who was in school with you and, and they mad because they was on. It was in that in that third grade class with you. But they don't have the same hustle as you. You know, they hate you for no reason. They hate you for they hate you for your success. If you was a local rapper and you and you didn't have much, they would love you. You know, and these people, you develop hatred in your own city. You know, if you go to you go to Canada, you go to New York, you from Louisiana, you don't have hate. You don't have people want to hurt you because they don't know you. You know, they don't know you. And uh, that's why I decided to move to Atlanta, you know. So that's that's a little snippet. And it, it's been making its, its rounds now that uh, in, in wake of, you know, Young Dolph's murder. Um, and I just feel like that is the case of why he, that he was murdered. Um, and I, I just find that really sad cause I don't see any other reason as to why, like, 
or, or what type of beef or what were you involved in that it was literally on site for you that even while you were in a cookie store buying cookies that you could get what ha- what happened to you um so that's just that i mean if you guys have any thoughts we'll move on to to the to the to another topic but just just the the thing of you you can't even go home because even though you may have been successful and you have all good intentions of coming back home and helping your community to do things in your community. Now that you found success, there's people who feel entitled to your success. And so they've developed, developed jealousy and envy and hatred to where now they want to take you out just because you are successful. Yeah. And that's like jealousy is such an evil, evil emotion. He's fine sad. So, you know, rest in peace to uh, to young Dolph and, and prayers and condolences to his family and those close to him. Um, and then on, on a bigger note, this is, I think there's been, someone made a statistic, which, you know, they, when, when you know, when it comes to black lives, we, we they, they love making us into a statistic of something. Uh, they, they mentioned like over 200 rappers have been killed in the last year or so 200 and it's like and we can't say it's white supremacy we can't say you know it's the man we can't say you know it's this police brutality we can't even say that it's us killing each other over some really stupid stuff that I feel like we have the information now that we should be able to get out of as far as street culture. Um, I feel like we have all the information in the world in the palm of our hands, literally in our cell phones. And I, it just baffles me as to why we continue to perpetuate the things and the lives that we live in. But I also understand that comes down to personal accountability, responsibility, and the, drive to want to do better regardless of the situation and the environment that you're in. I get that, but it's just, it's just sad. All right. So we're going to move on to a little bit of rigidity. Um, and I hate to, I, I hate to talk about my guy like this because he reps Carolina. He, he's, he's one of the Kings of Carolina right now. That's not named J Cole. Um, Cause he'll always be the King of Carolina. But anyway, I got to talk about the baby and it in the moment, in the moment where I felt like we were all behind you, even though you said some stupid stuff, but that whole cancel thing, we were standing behind you. Now I got to be like, mm, there's a whole different lesson because first of all, since we were gone for a week, something else happened with the baby that I need to bring up that apparently the LGBTQ community has forgiven the baby and they have okayed, given the okay for him to perform again, like literally. So yeah, yes. So uh, about last week, it was reported that uh, the CEO of one of them LGBTQ organizations, some something united. It, it doesn't even matter. 
but the CEO came out and made a statement that that they forgave the baby and they felt like he has been rehabilitated that he understands the ignorance of his comments and blah, 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 blah. And after several meetings with various LGBTQ groups <laughs> and meetings, uh, learning about HIV mm -hmm. and AIDS and all this, that, and the third, that they feel like he is truly remorseful. And even after a donation, <laughs> let me say that again. Let me say it again. I believe a donation of some sort was also given to where now this CEO of this LGBTQ organization says we forgive him and it is okay. And we support him on his new tour to perform on stage again. Talk about power. <laughs> Talk about power. Personally, I'm just going to go ahead and get my take out the way. I, I'm disappointed with my guy. Because so like, you, you bent the knee. You bowed down. You kissed the pinky ring. You kissed the pinky toe. And now everything's good with you again. And I, I just I feel a little disappointed. So, KT, what do you think? I think that I think that need to stop sharing all their damn business on social media, especially about your relationship. I'm not going to yep. put my relationship business on social media. It's like, I, I just, even if something bad is going on, okay, if Y'all having issues. Why uh -huh. put it on social media? It's nobody's business. I'm doing this to protect myself. A little punk ass. Like, what? Do you you <laughs> to would protect think yourself at this from point, what, honey? Like, you, you would think really? at this point you to have to protect yourself from what? If you need to take video, take video. But you don't have to put her on live. It's not necessary. That's you trying to humiliate somebody, trying to. Because why everybody look bad? Well, the, these are the, the two lessons that I learned. Because, of course, you see people attempting to take sides in this. And I'm at, I'm, I'm at the particular point now to where I, I, I think both of them are clowns. And here's why I, I feel like, I think he lagged out. But, um... Here's why I think both are, are in the wrong here. Because first of all, the overall lesson here is I need these people and just in general, stop making permanent decisions off of temporary feelings, temporary emotions. If you know, if both, if y'all know that this is something that y'all just playing around, y'all just having fun, like, I don't understand why y'all continue to make babies that you don't want to marry or create a family with. The thing about the baby that pissed me off about this whole thing is one, yes, you're absolutely right. There was no need to go live. If you wanted to quote unquote protect yourself, you can absolutely, it's, it's quicker for you to turn on your camera to record than it is for you to 
open up your camera, open up your phone, go to Instagram, go to live. Um, for the most part, you have to create some sort of title or something like that's that's like a four or five, six, possibly seven step process for you to go live on Instagram. And you did that. If you was really trying to protect yourself, you could have documented what you knew in the documented in case she was being quote unquote abusive and whatever the case may be. Um, and I, I, it, it just doesn't, it, it doesn't make sense for you to go live. You was trying to embarrass her. And the thing that was that, that he was saying was like, Oh, well, I never said we was together. You the certified side chick and you, this, you know, all these things like, like that's that's not even necessary. That's clown mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. But here's where I also do not feel sorry for Danny Lay. For the simple fact of if you see the red flags, or if you know a guy is what it is, who he is from the beginning, why do you continue to think that you and only you can change him? Or think that he will commit and be faithful and do what you believe he would do for you that you have seen with your own two eyes he has not done for other people. So like you see that he has other children by other women. You see the way that he's treating uh, these other women. His his One of his baby mothers, he's on again, off again. First he claims her, then does it, claims her. Then everything's cool. They hugged up and cuddled up and then he's trashing her on the internet and all these things. You see all these things being done to another woman. Why didn't you think it wouldn't happen to you? And why are you so surprised? And furthermore, why do you feel like you was accepting to having a baby with this man? Like that, it it didn't make sense to me. Like I, I didn't understand of why you thought to still, after everything that you've right. seen from this guy, that you will have a baby with him. And then when things go left field, when things go left, now you acting all surprised and hurt. Oh, I gave, you know, I was, I was so faithful to you and I did nothing but hold you down. And you know, this, that, and the third, I did this, I did that and did that. But like, but no, he was who he was Look, go, going back mm-hmm. to that special with Chris rock, when he was talking about, uh, the two guys that got one that got mauled by the tiger, like y'all being mad at the tiger. No, the tiger went tiger. <laughs> the tiger for being a tiger. You can't be mad yeah. that the tiger went tiger. So then he like, you can't be mad that this ancient nigga did some ancient nigga shit, and then and then feel like oh you're hurt. Yeah, and it's just like. So it's like, I don't feel sorry for either one of you. Like, I think both of y'all are clowns in this. I, both of y'all are toxic in this because I, right, the baby, you, you, mm. you was playing the game. You knew, you knew you was playing the game and you allowed this woman's emotions okay. to be unlocked. And so the reaction that she's given, she may have put her hands on you. She, he alleged and that you know she was you know putting mm-hmm. her hands feet and teeth on him so mm-hmm. so it was like okay you yeah. this may be but who unlocked that you can't just all of a sudden 
gaslight someone and then be like, oh, well, she just crazy. She just blew up on me. What did you do to get her to that to that state? Have a like, baby. Let's again bring mm-hmm. in some personal accountability in this. It, it's not just all of a sudden everything was fine and she was just crazy from the jump. And even then, if she was crazy from the jump, you still decided, made a conscious decision that you was going to stick your dick in her and then make a baby. So even if she was all these things you are alleging her to be, you still made a baby with her. So who's going to feel sorry for you? Another thing that came out was, you know, the family of Danny Lay is coming out. And of course, of course, they're taking the side of their daughter and sibling. You know, he comes back and he retorts, speaking of Danny Lay's mom, that they disowned her because she was messing with him and had a baby with him and implying that Danny Lay's family did not like black people. Now, Danny Lay is Dominican. Um, and so he implied that the family did not like black people. That's why they've never come to see the baby, not the baby, but the baby they created. And, <laughs> and you know, all these other things insinuating that, that they didn't like black people. That was racist. And it's like, that and pisses me off yeah. even more when it comes to the baby, because it's like, you knew this before. It, if this was the vibe that you felt like, oh, her people don't really rock with black people. You still made a conscious effort to lay down with her and to make a baby with her. But yeah. apparently y'all can't think past your dick tips to where you think, oh, well, this is a quote unquote bad bitch. So you just got to knock down a bad bitch and whatever mm-hmm. else that comes, because I know we were taught, but you get yeah. involved with someone you're getting involved with that person and their families. So when, when you get involved with that girl or that guy, then you start paying attention to the parents. If they're around, if they are alive and not around, why any siblings, how do they act with amongst one another? How does he act? Because clearly whatever he or she does or says that may be reflective of the family values. If I am to connect myself with this woman or this man, I must also understand that I am also connecting myself with his parents, his siblings, and anything else connected to him, whether it be children um, and the children's parents, the baby mama, the baby daddy, all these things are connected. But yeah, we don't seem to think about that. Oh. Yep. And then you meet their mom or their father and they, oh man, you know, now you know yep. why that person is the way they are. And they think, I mean, or your family made me say, uh, uh-huh. uh, it's something, just, uh, yes, it's something just about this, this, yep, not quite working for me. Tell you, <laughs> don't you know, no goo, uh-huh. no, fall all, fall all the way back. <laughs> But that's that, those are the lessons I learned. I feel so shallow saying that, but hey, falling into trap like after I, trap. I feel after like trap. our matrix dodged that bullet. Exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, th- those are the things. Like I, I don't feel sorry for either one of them. Then you know the baby comes back on social media holding uh, his newborn baby in his hand, talking about, you know, it doesn't matter what you do, whatever situation you're in, you got to roll with it. And, you know, just just be sure that you take care of your kids because, you know, I'm going to take care of mine. I take care of all my kids. 
Whoop de doo. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Great. Great. But my my problem is the fact that y'all keep creating these kids in unstable situations. And y'all think because y'all have money in this in this situation, you think money is gonna make things okay. And it's like, and it comes to the black community, it's it's become more normal. Actually, it, it almost seems that that's just our, the way our culture is now, that we just don't believe in marriage and family at all. At all. Because we, it's just like, we've been manipulated and gas and gaslit. Like, it, it's, it's just insane the way we've been deceived and manipulated. Because one thing I, I feel like, as far as black people, we are the most influential people on the face of this earth. Period. Hands down, no debate. But on the same context, on the opposite side of that same coin, we are also the most gullible. And we have fallen for deception after deception after deception. And we are just in a... Yeah, this is true. This is true. I think that that's actually a better way to put it. Just trap after trap after trap after trap. And the way we try to recover from being caught in these traps, we just like our mental is our mental is just is is sad as a collective. Because overall, if there's a baby, if there's a black baby to be born in this world, there is a 70 plus percent chance it will not be within a family structure. It's to the point that we just want to have babies for the sake of having babies. We don't even care about the baby. I ain't talking about the rapper, but I won't even care about the baby period. It's just, you know, it's, it's, it's almost as if we treat our, our children like accessories. Like, you know, Oh yeah. Like, Oh yeah. I, I got, I, I was reading some, some tweet uh, a, a couple weeks ago where this chick was like, if, if I meet a man that doesn't have kids, that's a red flag. And I was like, what? She said, if a man doesn't have kids, that's a red flag to her. And I, I, I just like, that's, that's where we are right now. That's where we are right now. It, it is, it is sad. It is sad because there has been an attack on our family structure and it is completely destroyed. That 70% of black babies born will not be born in a family structure, must less even have a father, a father in, in that home. That is crazy to me. And then situations like the baby and Danny lay occurs. And we think that it is to be praised that you hold your, your baby that you created and say, I'll take care of my kids. As if we're supposed to applaud that ride and die is the perfect segue for the harder they fall. So we got to talk about it. So, I saw the movie. I saw it twice. I loved it. I I did, you know, I do have my little critiques. uh, But they're not bad critiques. It's just things that I also knew was or was not going to happen. Um, Because I'll just say this. As much as I love Lakeith Stanfield as an actor... I don't think I can ever trust him as a human being ever again in, in the history of life. <laughs> Cause, 
because Lakeith Stanfield has played the most diabolical, the most shady characters. He, he, he Lakeith Stanford has creeped into that echelon of characters. Yep. He, he, he creeped into that echelon of characters to where it doesn't matter what you do. I'm going to see you as this, like Theo Malcolm Jamal Theo. Warner. He, he's always Theo, right? Theo. Uh, you know, just, you know, these type of characters. Lakeith Stanford, I, I don't even have, yeah, I don't even have a specific character character for him, but <laughs> his way of playing a disloyal, shady, manipulative character. I don't think I will ever be able to trust Lakeith Stanfield. If Lakeith Stanfield walked up on me tomorrow and is like, hey, I, I came across your podcast. I want to invest a million dollars. I'm going to think you're trying to kill me or something. And I just <laughs> I can't trust you, Lakeith Stanfield. <laughs> like, now, I'm going to take it. But I'm gonna pray to the Lord. Lord, don't let me die. Please let let this shot like miss. So let this poison don't work. Cherokee. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, <laughs> I was like, man, if, if he comes up to me and be like, "Hey, but yes, <laughs> yeah," but he was so yes. good as Cherokee. <laughs> And that's what scares me about him because he was so yeah. calculated. He was so cal- and calm. Yes. I love the way he played. Yes. Yes. He played it too well. But it was like, oh my God. But I, I, I loved everyone. I love Regina Hall. I love Trudy. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I loved everybody's role in, in it. I really did. Um, yeah. But one thing, one thing though, mm-hmm. one thing I, I felt <laughs> bad. I felt bad for my boy. Um, dog, I keep, I forgot his name. Was it Jimmy? Uh, <laughs> the one who wanted to, to, yeah, he wanted to face off with, with, uh, with Cherokee Bill. And I was like, but I, but I, I saw it coming. I just saw it. I was like. He's going to shoot you before you get to the count. He's going to shoot you before you get to the count. He's going to shoot you before you get to the count. And you over here playing around. Right. Yeah. And I was like. Sitting there putting the bullet with his name on it in the gun. I was like. This is the thing that. Is the thing that irked me about him. It's the same thing that. that My criticism with Danny Lay. It's like you know who you dealing with. You know who you're dealing with. You know this dude has a reputation of shooting people in the back and other underhanded things to kill his target. And you're going to stand right here and play games with this man. And he shot a hole in your face. <laughs> just, there was a really yeah. good movie. Just, just up and down. And this is the example that I want us to follow. Is like, instead of trying to force black people into white spaces, like turn Superman black and Batman mm-hmm. black yeah, and, you know, all these other things. Just make dope content and characters for us. We will support it. We promise you we will support it. We don't care about black Superman mm-hmm. or what superhero, black James Bond mm-hmm. and who you trying to change the race because it's easy for, you know, as a mm-hmm. diversity, we don't care about that. Create black mm-hmm. stories for us, there are actually good stories, and we will support it. 
And but even still, like all of the Easter eggs in this that that I love that I had to watch back for different scenes. Like, for instance, you know, towards the beginning of the movie where they first revealed um Rufus Buck's gang as they go as uh, they go to free him from the train. As they're walking by the train, did y'all notice Chadwick Boseman's name on the train? I was like, that was dope. Yeah, I was like, that was dope. I was like, and then when uh, Regina Hall did, yeah, did the Malcolm X thing, I was like, that was dope. I was like, you know, little Easter eggs to us. And I'm like, yeah, I, 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 I really enjoyed that movie. I really enjoyed the movie. Of course, you got your criticism where there was like, you know, yeah, well, they weren't the, the fic, the, the fictional depictions of the actual characters. Rufus Buck was actually a young man and, and Trudy, uh, not Trudy, but, um, Mary was, you know, uh, a plus size, plus size, dark skinned woman. And is that anything? I was like, okay, we can nitpick if you want, but they said in the beginning of the movie that, while these characters are real, the events and how this story plays out isn't. Um, exactly. I, I think it told this, the story and the overall message. It was a dope story, especially saying, you know what? As you mentioned, we we were here in this Wild West and in, the, in that environment. We were here too. And we were doing our own thing. We had our um, own stories. We have our own legacies here. Um, and um, of course, I, I saw some some crazy um, criticisms where it was like, oh, oh. The, the film isn't good because it didn't show any, any Native American presence in the film. And I'm like, like you can't please everybody. Someone I didn't know that something was to criticize about something. So I was just like, you know, your criticism. But at the same time, it's like if I know who my content is created for, then I can expect some sort of negative response for who it isn't made for. But that's just kind of how I took that. But I, I thought it was an amazing movie. I, I really enjoyed it, especially once I got to uh, watching and learning of the different uh, Easter eggs and stuff they left throughout the movie. And, you know, it was it was just a really good movie, a really good movie. I love the story. I love the acting. Like I said, on both sides, you know, you were rooting for both sides. Um, and as much as I love Lakeith Stanfield, but like I said, I'm... I can't trust that nigga, man. <laughs> I can't trust him. I can't trust him. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's just about it, man. So my battle again is this weekend. I'm ready. I'm I'm praying and hoping that my my opponent shows up so we can get his ass whooped. So that's that's it. Uh, cause you know my my bro P Shaw's coming to see coming to see me. Yeah, P Shaw gonna be in the building. Yo, we ready we ready we ready so so with that said on behalf of the talk my credo podcast thank you guys again for tuning in we are bike in this thing so peace y'all kt it's your boy dante credo this is episode 57 57 till next time peace y'all say stay fly stay blessed